On this episode of Punk Rock Business School, I'm going to talk about five things that I've learned doing business during the pandemic. Hey everybody, Danny here. Welcome back to another episode of Punk Rock Business School. Gonna go back to kind of an old school type episode today. Today is a rant or a soapbox. I guess we could call it a rant by me. No guests today. We'll get back to a guest episode next week. I got a couple good ones in the can, just doing my editing, all that stuff, dealing with technical difficulties to get those episodes dialed in for you. Uh, so today, I just wanted to talk about five things that I feel I've learned during doing business during the pandemic. So number one is and some of these are almost observations as well as things that I've learned, I would say. But number one is there seems to have been two approaches that a business took when all this stuff started happening. And approach number one, which I think everyone did in the beginning, but then quickly we had to make a decision. But approach number one was to kind of wait this thing out try to do whatever you could to make it through, whether it was a PPP loans or making arrangements with landlords and all these different things we could do to wait it out. Hope things changed. Hope they changed sooner than later. Probably nobody when we went into this thought that basically a year from now is when I'm recording this, that we basically be still, still dealing with a lot of it. In the early days, nobody thought that. So it was pretty common to just try to exist for a couple of months and uh, hope and pray that things would get back to normal and we could reopen. And now here we are a, a year later and, you know, so, some people have reopened. It's, it's kind of up in the air. It looks like it's getting better here real soon for everybody. The other direction to go was certain businesses made pivots right away. The other way you could go was you could make a pivot and move into a different type of business. And I think probably what a lot of us did was we didn't pivot instantly. We figured let's ride this out for a month or two, see what happens. But pretty early on, I realized that the best thing for us was to make a pivot that really didn't depend on our old business model or the pandemic ending for that matter, for us to continue to move forward and be profitable. And in some ways we're doing better under these new circumstances than we were under the old in, in some ways. Now, certainly making a total change to your business, not everybody could do that. Certain types of businesses were really stuck. You know, obviously a bar, there's not a whole lot you could do there. You'd have to make a big change, but a lot of businesses really did make big changes. You know, I got rid of buildings. I did maintain all my employees. We didn't make that type of a change, but you know, some businesses really had to make drastic changes and come up with a new model and maybe get into a whole new line of business. And I think what you're going to see on the other side of this is a lot of businesses that did make pivots that took this as an opportunity 
to you know try to make lemonades out of lemons and come out the other side with something new and something different might in the long run financially be better off and in a better position than businesses that you know decided to wait it out and see what happened or due to the type of business they were were basically forced to because they had no other option if you're a live music venue there wasn't a ton you could do although you know when i think about it you start to get creative there's always something you can do i think for the most part to make a pivot and go into something else number two is the pandemic made me realize what was important to me personally. It really made me understand the things that mattered to me. And I'm sure a lot of you experience this as well. What's really important in life? We were spending a lot of time and a lot of effort on things that just didn't really matter that much. And sometimes a situation like this is what it takes to make you realize what is truly important to you. Number three is it made me realize that it's difficult to be an early adopter. And let me give you an example of that. So my business did make a pivot and what we're doing moving forward and you know what we're telling people that we are gonna continue to do is gonna be not the norm. And when you're an early adopter, it makes selling your product much harder. Your marketing has to be so much better than the people who did it the old way. And let me give you a good example of this. For years, we all bought cars the same way, right? You either went to a dealership or, you know, maybe if you were looking for a used car, you might go to Auto Trader and deal with a, an individual uh, owner and try to buy a used vehicle that way. And that was about it. And then a few years ago, you started seeing companies pop up that were selling cars online. And, you know, to, to get that initial buzz going to get that initial cash flow and get business going it takes a lot of marketing dollars and it takes a lot of marketing savvy savvy to do it right however what i could tell you is i'm in the market for a truck and i only buy used vehicles because new cars to me is a waste of money uh unless i was going to buy like some super cool new electric car that i could only get brand new like a rivian truck rivian if you're listening um, but for the most part, I buy a used vehicle and I spent some time yesterday on the Carvana website and looking through that, uh, I haven't tried to make a purchase quite yet, but looking at it and thinking through the process and looking at the way they explain it and the comfort level they're giving me, that seems like so much of a better way to buy a car. I never want to step onto a car dealership ever, ever, ever. And if I can do it all online, order it, finance it, do everything, have it show up out here. There's nothing fun about going to a car dealership, at least as far as I'm concerned. So I want to save my time to do things that are fun, that I enjoy doing. So if I can create more me time by get, getting rid of things and saving time, getting rid of other things that I don't want to do, I look at that as a positive. And obviously more and more people are going to move in that direction to where probably in a short period of time, everyone will just buy a car online. Car dealerships will probably go away. So to go back to number one, what are you doing if you're at a car dealership or if you're at one of those businesses that 
hasn't really seen the writing on the wall. That being that early adopter is harder. My marketing has to be better than my competitors. And I'm in the music school business, so tons of schools are going back to in-person lessons. And for most of our instruments, we are not. We are staying as an online-only music school moving forward. And that's a tougher sell. I've got to be better at sales, and my marketing has to be better. Now, number four is a little bit similar to number two. And number four is, you know, it really made me realize what I wanted out of my business. So number two, I said, what's important to me? That maybe is a little bit more about my personal life. Number four is, you know, what's, what did I really want to get out of my business? And when we initially got forced into more of an online environment and then decided to stay in the online environment, it, it became overwhelmingly clear very quickly what was I wanted to get out of my business and how I wanted to structure business to work for my personal life, for what I wanted to get out of it. And I think in a way, it took being forced to do it for me to realize that there was a better way. And, and now looking back, it's like, I wish I just would have made these changes a long time ago. We'd be in such a better place and I would be farther along on my personal you know, journey of things that I want to accomplish if I had had something to push me into that years earlier. And number five is this whole thing made me realize there's no better time than now. Things that you want to do in your life or you want to accomplish in your life. And I've been so guilty of this my whole life is that I always have these plans. I want to do this. I'm going to achieve this. I want to you know, do these things. And it's always like, well, I'm going to go do that when my business is at this size and I feel comfortable, you know, doing this or financially when I feel like this is a good time, I'll go and take those trips or approach those things that, I, that I've always wanted to do. And it's just so easy to constantly be in that mindset and have years and years go by and realize, wake up one day and you're an old man like me all of a sudden. Now, I don't think old and I don't really feel old, but there's always a reality in the back of my mind at my age, you know, how, how many more years can I go, you know, I don't know, mountain biking down a hill and all the motorcycles and, you know, I like to fly things and I'm working on stuff like that, you know, and, you know, how long can I do all these things that really require, you know, some physicality to be able to do it and even just playing music the way that I do, you know, how many more years is I, am I really gonna feel comfortable doing those things? Obviously, when I get older, I'll find other things to excite me and get interested in and to work on, but there's no better time than now to take up that hobby you've always said, man, I, I would love to learn to fly an airplane, or I would love to do this, or you know, I, I, I always loved running when I was younger, and I, I really wanna get into it, but I don't have the time. No, you have time. There's no better time than now because along with all of us getting older, the pandemic made you realize all of it could go away any day. Now, I know I said five, but here's a bonus, <laughs> a bonus observation for you. And the bonus is this whole pandemic really kind of flipped a lot of my beliefs about business and what was possible in business. And I think you're gonna see this in a lot of businesses that I think prior to this, 
all of us would have said, oh, making that kind of pivot to all the doctors doing telehealth or all of us doing our music lessons online or, you know, any multitude of things that have made these kind of changes, we would have said, ah, oh, that's really hard. I don't know if customers will go for it. I don't think people are going to buy that, whatever it might be. And all of a sudden, when you're forced to kind of do it, you realize, oh, no, that totally works. People will totally go for that. There's definitely a market for that. And that is definitely something that I'm more and more every day walking away from this going, wow, my perceptions of what I thought people, you know, we could sell to somebody or what people wanted, you know, I really didn't know as deeply what they wanted as I thought I did. So number six, that little bonus is, is really flipped how I, what I believe is possible in the new business world. All right, guys, that's it for today. I am working on a new course that I'm going to be giving away for free, all about podcasting, how to create a podcast, how to make a successful podcast, how to stick with it, all the tech stuff that everyone has questions about, different ways of monetizing a podcast. Hope to have that done and up and running in the next week or two. I'll make sure to let you know and give you a link where you'll be able to get that course for free. Other than that, I'll be back next week with an interview. I've got some great interviews in the can, ready to go. We'll talk to you then.